Welcome to Spill the Tea Without a Lie B. On this episode, we have Claire Stansfield. Claire is a success and business consultant who empowers individuals to reach their full potential. Her insights and advice are sure to inspire and motivate. So Claire, lovely to see you today. Will you spill the tea on what the journey as a woman in business has been like so far for you? Yeah, thank you for having me, first of all, ladies. Um, So I started my entrepreneurial journey at 16 years old, so I was really young. And I set up my first business, which was a wedding hair and makeup company. Um, And I grew that to be very large, the UK's largest mobile hair and makeup company. Um, I had a large team that I trained um, and just literally just did something I loved. I just followed my passion, something that just lit me up. And um, and then I had a award winning florist with my business partner, Siobhan, which was really fun. And naturally from doing wedding hair, I could see that brides wanted hair accessories. So I designed my own range of hair accessories and had them made. Um, and then probably about 10 years ago, I kind of discovered a personal development and found a, um, oh, everybody's heard of Tony Robbins, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I had uh, a Tony Robbins coach and was just blown away, quite honestly, with what what happened as a result of that. Um, so I basically cancelled my wedding six weeks before my wedding wow. like just discovered this version of myself that I didn't know existed um grew my business like exponentially and just became so confident in a way that I'd never been confident before and I literally was like what has this woman done to me mm-hmm. like what on earth mm-hmm. is this you know like it was just literally like having my mind reprogrammed um And after meeting my husband and having our little girl, I just felt like I was ready to try something different. Mm. And, you know, obviously then I was 35. So from 16 to 35, I'd had my own business, you know, my mainly the hair and makeup Mm. company. And and I just had this desire to learn, to coach, to learn the skills that had been basically used on me and to just live this unstoppable, fearless life. Um, And meet obviously the man of my dreams and have our beautiful little girl. I went from like really struggling to just everything opening up and just feeling so much easier in life. And so I decided when she was, I think she was like six months old, she was really young. And I knew for some reason, I just knew that was the time mm-hmm. that I had to do something completely different. So I went on a, a coaching training and trained as an ICF accredited transformational coach. Wow. And yeah, I started coaching people. And then I was like, you know, just just love Tony Robbins. Who doesn't yeah. love Tony Robbins? Oh, the He's voice, wild. if nothing else. I mean, I'm just obsessed with his voice. <laughs> I could listen to him all day. He is. I've actually like met him, and he yeah. is so sexy like, he is so sexy he's just got such gravitas and he's yeah. just oh and he smells amazing as well inside or you know anything he just smells amazing he smells amazing oh and I met my husband and like um when I was kind of consuming so much personal growth content and mm. stuff and he just knew that I fancied Tony Robbins and he was like I just don't get it and like everyone's like I just don't get it I'm like well if you've met him like you can't not get it mm. like even for a man I think like he's just got that yeah. something um so anyway so I was like right I had I saw that he did a training um like you could all learn all of his modalities mm. as a coach which is a strategic intervention coach um so I then trained as a strategic intervention yeah. Tony Robbins coach um so yeah so that's my journey and now I've 
teamed my experience as a businesswoman with over 25 years of business mm-hmm. experience with my coaching. So now I've been an entrepreneur for 27 years. Just wow. <laughs> really Blow long me time. With that. So, so much. Yeah. Like, so uh, it's wow. incredible. It's not yeah. a short answer to your question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great answer. That's, that's all the costs <laughs> of running a business and how you came to, to run the business. But we obviously know there's a lot of challenges that come with owning your own business and running your own business. Mm-hmm. And what challenges do you feel have been your biggest so far? And have you got any advice to our listeners that might help them? Yeah, definitely. So I think, and I hear this a lot from my clients as well, you know, obviously I coach um, mainly women to, um, with their mindset, energy and strategic action to grow a successful, profitable business. And so many women come to me with what I experienced when I transitioned into my coaching Mm. business. And I kind of, because of my experience of having success, I was like, you know, it wasn't a question, would I make my coaching Mm. business a success? It was like, yes. And I tried to do the, you know, the other businesses and that. Mm. And it was just, you know, throw in having a little girl and managing my house and things like that because we were having a house renovation. I just realised I couldn't do it all. So I decided to close my hair and makeup company and I didn't realise how much of my identity was in that business. So my biggest challenge was, to be honest with you, that kind of time and you know, pushing through the Mm. discomfort. And I had massive imposter syndrome, Mm. like massive imposter syndrome, which logically was wild for me because I could see that there were lots of coaches, um, mentors without the business experience Mm. I had. But there I was like comparing myself and thinking, like, I don't have as big as audience as them. Why Mm. would they want to listen to me? And just being in my head was the thing that basically, I always say to my clients, and Tony says this too, but like, if you're in your head, you're dead. Mm. Basically, if you're listening to your stories and your thoughts, it just kills everything. Mm. You've got to get into your body. You've got to like really trust your, your body, your, you know, just ground yourself in your yeah. own truth and authenticity. Mm. And that's what I did. And it's been such a journey. And now when I'm coaching my clients, I work with the, like I said earlier, the mindset, the energy mm. and the strategy. Um, uh, because when you kind of come back to yourself, who you are, and you ground yourself, you come to everything you do from place of trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say my biggest challenge was the imposter syndrome, just, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah rather than, and one it's of the, really I'm just going to share something with your audience, yeah. if that's okay, because it just helps so many of my clients and helped me so much. So um, I wrote, wrote down a list of all of the reasons that I was amazing at what I did. And I, I literally wrote it down morning and nighttime, mm-hmm. every single day to be in the energy of, so, because your thoughts are always there to protect you. Like, I'm, I'm not as good for this reason. Like, what am I missing? What am mm-hmm. I missing? Because your brain wants to kind of fill those gaps. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm not missing anything. Here's what I have. And being in the energy of what you have and all mm-hmm. your skills. And, and I always say to my clients, don't draw a line in the sand. You might be doing something new, but look at all the experience you have that you're bringing mm-hmm. with you to your new adventure, like your new venture. So it was really to write down all of the strengths and the ways that and, and the skills I had as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. that I was bringing to the new business yeah. and being in that energy was like oh, I'm actually not new do you know what yeah. I mean like I'm not new at this Absolutely. and it made such a difference and mm-hmm. it really does for all my clients too so I hear you on that because I used to be a teacher and since I've escaped I always say escaped instead of left since I escaped teaching I have so many other teachers say to me oh I wish I could do what what you do but you know I've only ever been a teacher it's all I can do but actually 
there are so many transferable skills yes, and I'm sure yeah. it's the same with anybody coming from any position yeah. but we tell ourselves that story mm. don't we so yeah. I love that yeah. um now I think I know the answer to this one because we already know that Tony Robbins absolutely rocks your world <laughs> I would love to know who has the most influence in your life or is there anybody it could be Tony but anybody else as well that you've met during the course yeah. of your business journey that's really motivated you inspired you or just like giving you some real golden nuggets that you've taken on board yeah so I think that definitely Tony but I'll talk about him in a minute but I think I had a teacher um when I was at college beauty college I did beauty before hair and makeup mm. training and she was a bitch if I'm allowed to say that (laughs) and I remember just having this dream so I went to beauty college because my parents couldn't afford to send me to do hair and makeup at London College of Fashion so I thought right I'll go and do to beauty and I'd learn a bit of you know hair and sorry makeup there and I actually found I knew more than the teachers I was reading so many books and Mm. da 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 obviously we didn't have the internet back then because you know (laughs) and um I would, you know, I had these dreams of um, being on TV, doing hair and makeup, working for the fashion magazines and things, which I did do. I did achieve that as part of my kind of building the the business, the hair and makeup business. And she literally said to me, um, well, Claire, you're never going to be a, a successful hair and makeup artist. You've got your head in the clouds. And I just remember thinking that day, I'm going to show you. Mm. And honestly, Hearing that you can't do it just made me more determined and having kind of the evidence that when you believe in yourself Mm. and you don't let any Mm. challenges stop you, because we're all going to get challenges and it's when we get up from those Mm. and we learn from them, that's when we consistently move forward. And I think that was just, at the time I was really cross, but it was such a gift because it's, it allowed me to kind of be like, no, I'm going to show you, had the, had an amazing, successful you know, hair and makeup company. And then that experience then allowed me when I started my coaching business to get over those challenges again mm. of, oh my goodness, you know, look at all these other people that are doing it. And it, you know, that it got me through that. So it's a bit of a weird answer to your question. <laughs> um, but then absolutely Tony Robbins because yeah. changing lives and helping people live their most empowering, best life. It's just the best gift being able to do that yeah. and work with those mm-hmm. people and help them okay. live their fullest potential. So, yeah. so what goals in life or in business have you got going on right now that you can share with us? So I think right now at this stage in my life, my biggest goal has been something I actually achieved, have achieved this year. Um, when I say this year, the last 12 months, and it really has to be to enjoy the both. So for a long time, it was very much like, what's the goal? Push, 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 achieve the goal and not enjoy the journey so much. Mm-hmm. Um, holding both of motherhood and business has been, you know, I would say not a challenge in terms of time, but a challenge in terms of allowing myself to be fully present Mm. with my little girl Mm. and not be thinking about work. Mm. And I would say that this last 12 months, I've actually, thank thank you to my therapist who's helped me with that because I have my own coaches and therapists as well. Um, Walking my talk, I think it's so important. Mm. Um, And just really this last 12 months I've and it kind of makes me emotional thinking about it because it's just been like why do we do what we do it is to you know live the most amazing life Mm -hmm. so yeah and I feel really emotional yeah because it is just finally getting to like have that amazing time with her and and having like the financial success like I've had the financial success so much financial success 
but not actually been able to enjoy those precious yeah. moments. So, yeah. I think so often people think that they want tons of money because that's mm-hmm. just going to solve everything. Yeah. But it's actually not the money, is it? It's what the money gives. It's the yeah. experience yeah. and it's, 100%. it's the freedom of choice. I had, I remember a time, and I've shared this story before with my community, but um, I remember having like my own house and, you know, really lovely car on the drive, this very successful business that so many people kind of kind of aspired to have and I remember just the wardrobe was full of designer clothes and handbags and I literally just was sat on my bed crying Mm. just thinking I feel so lonely Mm. so so unhappy so for me it's just like you can have both but it's been a real journey to actually have both you know because you can have both Mm -hmm. but it's really allowing you to yourself to really experience and have do you know what I mean like there's a difference between having and experiencing mm. and feeling joy in the both does that make yeah, sense absolutely so, yeah i'm so that. happy for you that you've got oh, to that point I think so as well many people need to hear that as well yeah so many yeah, of our so, audience need yeah. to hear i think that. that's the thing it's like what's the goal you know the goal is to have another very successful business tick and that made me feel like i wasn't the best mummy mm-hmm. so it well that's not really like no mm-hmm. so it's been a lot of it was about feeling really deeply worthy and working mm. on so much of like what I experienced growing yeah. up and what I thought success was. Mm. There's so many layers to that as well. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. So probably again not your normal <laughs> answer. I hope the next question is a normal answer. Yeah, well we'll see. In my- <laughs> a normal answer. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a bit of a closing tradition on this show and we always ask people at the end how would they make the perfect cup of tea and it causes so much debate you wouldn't believe <laughs> honestly the drama that this question could cause so Claire over to you how would you make the perfect cup of tea? I like this question because I am a massive tea drinker <laughs> like literally I probably have about eight cups a day so what I do <laughs> are you ready, ready. <laughs> tea bag in boil the kettle Water has to go in whilst it's still boiling. Mm-hmm. Brew the tea bag, then take squeeze squeeze the tea bag. Take it out. I have oat milk. Put the oat milk in, and then add more hot water. I oh. thought you were going to say then add the tea bag well, back a- in. Then I was like, <laughs> yes, oh, but no. no. So you're a cow. You're a team cow. Yeah, but it really does make a difference if you put the boiling water. So you put the you put the milk in and then top it up with extra boiling water. Okay. It really does make a difference. That's the first time I've heard about it. Me and my husband always know if we've done that with each other because we don't do really? it all the time. Oh, really? Yes, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Claire, for that. You know, great. All of the, the podcast was a great advice, but that was definitely something I'm going to take away now and give it a go. Um, and Cal got a point. Yay, which is amazing. Um, but thank you so much for it's being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs>